<laughs> Is there something off about it to you? Um, I think you could use more olive juice. Oh, I didn't put any olive juice. Am I supposed to put olive juice in it? Yes, girl, a little splash of, I mean, a dirty martini is a little splash. Okay, we need to get these a little dirtier. Okay, yeah, so you make this a little dirtier. You you keep yourself busy, I'll be right back. Okay, yeah, so, so, okay, Amrita's going to go and um, fix these drinks that she made. Didn't put any? I just didn't know. Turns out martinis are really easy to make because they don't, don't have any ingredients but they're just two ingredients vermouth dry vermouth dry vermouth which there is a difference between dry vermouth and wet vermouth (laughs) (laughs) it's sweet vermouth sweet vermouth that's right (laughs) i like how you chose the largest spoon in the smallest jar (laughs) (laughs) you can't oh my god oh my god my cocktail uh, ambitions are so far thwarted Oh, there's pits in these olives. There are pits in the olives. It's oh, okay. It's okay. Like it's really okay. Made so We're learning. We're learning. I'm a friend. I'm here to support you. Yeah, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna have to get the ones that are stuck. I don't think you bought the right kind of olive. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> the wrong kind of olive. I mean, delicious. We're learning and discovering together. <laughs> <laughs> no. Hey, this is Amrita and Andrew. We're on a podcast journey to find our way through freelance life. If you're thinking about taking a leap off the beaten path in any part of your life, our inexpert advice is don't think twice. It'll be a learning curve. Yeah, anyhow, for the new year. Anyhow, anyhow. Um, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll swiftly it's move on to this. But I, I congratulate you on your first try. Thank you. Thank um, you. And you again, I think it is a good drink. Mm-hmm. Uh, presentation. Leaves a little bit to be desired. Again, it's a it's a drinking glass from IKEA. Yes. Um, with a with a sort of pink mauve. Is this mauve colored? That's uh, I would call that either magenta or fuchsia. Okay. Yeah. This is a fuchsia tiki man man mm-hmm. pick pick it's a so pick. yeah anyway no i mean i thought that was a it's good room for improvement um but i'm very proud of you great thank you yeah thank and you. i can't wait to try the manhattan <laughs> uh well that'll be on deck for yes. for part two of this conversation. anyway um, onward upward what onward, is going onward. on so uh we just had to like do a little bit of exercise to get ourselves like oh my god like revved up um to even like have a conversation with each other because we were like so i'm ready for so... bed yeah I and, slept for like 10 I mean, hours yes, last night. Yes, it is part of the fact that we both suffer from seasonal depression. Right. Which is why we're going to Detroit next week. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, um, that is definitely part of it. And the will to live and carry on through and be awake for an entire day grows increasingly diff- difficult around this time of year. Granted. Right. Um, however, we, we also had to mention that it, there was some sort of lunar eclipse tonight. Um, which I'm told, like, basically, I don't know what that means. This is how I, this is basically how, like, a lot of astrology functions for me. Like, I don't know what it means, but I always take that as an excuse to be really sleepy. Like, if if people I'm not sure that's what it, okay. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. I'm about to tell you. If people are like, oh, there's an eclipse, I'll be like, oh, good. I can just, like, like, that means I'm supposed (laughs) to be asleep right now and be guilt-free about it. I mean... If that is what an eclipse is, then sign me up. That's what I'm saying. Well, that's, that's what I feel just about generally. I mean, you know, we, we, we dabble in our tarot and astrology as do many people right now. Right. Um, and we dabble just like they do, which is without any knowledge. Casually. We take what makes us feel good. Exactly. Well, but I think that's everything. That's that's your Bible verse a day. That's your yeah. that's your daily horoscope. Whatever. It's like a little piece that's of That's your meditation to... session. Exactly. Which you're doing every day. I am, actually. I've done it for the past nine days. I'll ask you how that's going in a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I was going to say about the the astrology thing is, like, you take what you you, um, find useful and you kind of leave the rest of it. So somebody that I met this week told me the story about how they, um, (laughs) he was uh, talking to the woman at, like, a a holiday party or something. Yeah. um, Or, you know, whatever, at a bar. And um, they had a really, really nice conversation for, like, a full like 30 minutes or something. It was like a really long conversation to have with a, with a stranger. Right. And, you know, things are going great, whatever. And then she goes, she, she asks him what his sign is. And he's like, oh, I'm a Gemini. And then she goes, I really don't have time for that. And then walked away. Just no. like fully walked away. And, <laughs> and he was like, oh, look, like, like 
Did like, I do something wrong? I've never thought that she must be joking because, like, that's such a weird, like, yeah. you know, and so he was just kind of standing there, like, waiting for her to come back because they've been talking for, like, a full half hour. But no, that was literally <laughs> it. She just said, I don't have time for that and then just walked away and, like, never returned. And you know what she is? Crazy? She's a moron. <laughs> well, yeah, I, on one hand, I was like. He avoided something there. Oh, oh, that is actually what I said. I was like, I feel like you're the one who really dodged the you ball You won here. in that scenario. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, that's the thing is you really got to take it, take it how it's useful and not, like, literally walk away from a person you were having a perfectly nice conversation with because apparently, like, you're incompatible with their uh, that... <laughs> astrology. But I thought it was, like, such a funny story and, like, such a funny way to be rejected. Like, Oh, fully, yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe that's what she, she just wanted to reject. Maybe she didn't like the conversation. She was looking for a way out. Actually, that's, a, she that's found very her way true. Out. Maybe the male narrative was like, oh, this bitch. Maybe she's me. like, I don't want to hurt his ego. She sensed that he had a, a fragile ego. And maybe it would have been any sign he said. He could have been like, anything. I'm a Taurus. I'm whatever. Yeah, like, I don't believe in astrology. She's yeah. like, I don't have time for that. <laughs> she's like, the best, the best course of action for me is be that crazy witchy lady. And just like drop the mic and run away. Yeah. With a crystal in my hand. <laughs> Anyway, I thought that was like a really, really great example. <laughs> so weird. Of, a great example of like not really using it to your best advantage. But yeah, well, you know, I mentioned before that my YouTube is like littered with um, astrologers and, and whatnot. Yeah, um, that hasn't made it to print. Yeah, I've tried to like I've tried to I've tried to change the algorithm on my YouTube. But but the thing is, you like what you like. So I, on one hand, it's like that's actually legitimately what you want to see and what you do watch. I, but. Do I? You do. Because it like it's not just astrology. Honestly, like I feel like if there was like like a dowdy woman in the Midwest with like a bad haircut and like a sweater set. I'm here for it. And like she was just talking about anything, you'd yeah. be like, Yes, Darlene, like yes. let's hear it. Yes. But just because she happens to be at her kitchen table talking about astrology and what's in store for you, Capricorn, you're like, Okay, great. Like I'll I'll, <laughs> I'll take it. I am a sucker for <laughs> Ladies in the Midwest yeah. talking about something just at their kitchen table. Like, I mean, I've known you to watch on YouTube, not just like, in, it, it's similar, like weirdly sort of in the same genre, even though it's not at all. Like, like women who are, have like purchased something yeah. and like want to tell you about it. Yeah. Or, or have a Do you remember that woman that I followed for a while? Um, the candle. Like the Yankee candle lady? Oh, no. no never mind. I don't remember about her, but do you remember the, the woman I followed for a while? I didn't follow. I didn't subscribe to this woman, but I did remember her name and look her up periodically. And mm -hmm. she was part of some sort of pyramid scheme. Uh huh. As, kind as of many like board, a like, like a you know like not really are. a pyramid scheme, but like a Mary Kay or an Avon or like yeah, a, yeah. like park park um not park, uh the like the like skincare thing where you have like you throw like Tupperware party yes. versions yeah, of Tupperware yeah, yeah, parties yeah, yeah, yeah. and you invite your friends. And stuff. So she was like the district lead in like Peoria, <laughs> Illinois or whatever. Sure. So she would come out with uh, like quarterly. This sounds so stupid that I'm watching this, but she <laughs> would come out with like the quarterly. Um, you know, targets for all the team. Mm -hmm. And so she would put that, so she would make a YouTube video. But it's like, these are the new things that you can buy. And guys, the new things, I, I was riveted. Because the new things were like, <laughs> it was like they were 10 years behind the times. Was it like fashion stuff? It was like totes. Mm -hmm. But like monogram totes. Mm -hmm. Or like, with like prints that would have been like fashionable in 2007 <laughs> yeah you know? and yet you would watch these videos from start to finish or like, like on a, on or a like, semi-regular um, basis yeah what were those really popular water bottles that were like Nalgene's mm -hmm. mm -hmm. so it's like we've we have a new Nalgene <laughs> bottle and it would have like like daisies like painted up the side like hand painted up the side well, that's so something. she was riveting mm -hmm. and she clearly recorded it in her apartment, which was like behind the Kroger, behind the oh, CBS, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. on the side of the highway. Yeah. And like this is the type of thing. And that, that might really sound mean of me, but she had a window that you could see like the highway the in the back yeah. of the Kroger. <laughs> so she was legitimately behind the but, Kroger. But like this the is the CBS. type of thing that delights you. So like, you know. I loved it. And you know why? I don't know why, but... <laughs> I wonder why. I don't know. Like her, she was like real and genuine. Mm -hmm. Like she was genuinely excited about it. Mm -hmm. And you know, we've talked about this. Jenny, your friend, mm -hmm. our friend Jenny. Hey, Jenny. <laughs> Years ago, talked to you about 
being uh, coining this sort of like I phrase or the king of the lima beans. Uh, yes. <clears throat> Where in which like someone's very self-important about being in charge of something that's really dumb. Right. It's a case of like completely losing perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, and becoming so myopic <laughs> in your outlook that like you become the king of the castle and this mm-hmm. thing where everyone around you is like, what? It's like being the, the office expert on like the HP print scan function. Right. Like. And like running to fix the machine when right. someone else is right, like, right, no, right. I got it. I'm fine. And they're like, You're like no, 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 no. The protocol is that like I'm the team. Like I do it. The, yes, like I know how to do it. Yeah. yeah. We find that, you know, the toner <laughs> supply is really just like. You know, the, the performance is much better when I... So one of the qualities <laughs> that I've thought about myself recently that has, that has made it hard for me to work inside organizations before, <laughs> follow me on this, is that I don't have the ability to... to Care about anything? To become <laughs> focused enough to, to not realize that on some extent what I'm doing is bullshit mm-hmm. or like a waste of time or whatever. Um, and... I see you struggling with that olive oh you God. just ate. This is so bad. This like, these are not even vaguely the kind of olives that go in martinis at all. I know. It's like that. They're tasting like something. It's like very vegetable-like. Mm-hmm. You this know? is like something that you would put in a Greek salad. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good try. Sorry. Uh, but when I, like, when I worked at Chili's, there used to be a manager It's like, team we're a team and i was like you know i was like 16 years old i was like fuck you like i'm here making whatever money i make on tips tonight like i don't need (laughs) to like invest in in the organization Mm -hmm. uh but watching youtube videos of these people who who um are so invested like genuinely it sounds like i'm making fun of them but it's actually i'm actually not making fun of them because I feel like this woman who runs her little pyramid scheme in Peoria, Illinois, like she actually generally seems like a very nice woman. Mm-hmm. And she seems like she really cares about the people on her team. Uh-huh. And she's actually excited about what's happening that season with her tote bags and her Nalgene bottles. It's very, it's funny. This is the first I've thought of a positive spin on King of the Lima Beans. It's usually something that I use when someone is like throwing around their weight about something really stupid. Um, yeah, but work. see, this woman, she lives behind a Kroger and mm-hmm. probably a Cracker Barrel. And if she thinks too much about it, she's going to be on Oxy and meth. <laughs> okay. okay. That's me. <laughs> what? That's <just> me. <laughs> no, but... I'm sorry. Have you? I, we've traveled America together. Yes. There are a lot of communities when if you have... If, I don't blame people who are suffering from the opioid epidemic because we have done nothing... To help people in the middle of America mm-hmm. have any sort of interesting life. Cultural. I'm sorry. Yeah. 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 Is that not true? It, it, there are interesting people and we've made them live in these isolated, uninteresting, sort of like soul-sucking world. So if Barbara in Peoria, Illinois can hang her hat on the pyramid scheme that she has developed to sell these things and to make a community out of it, I think that's what I'm drawn to. I find myself weirdly compelled by this <laughs> argument. <laughs> Although sometimes like, I, it, all it takes is a really charismatic um, like storyteller because, okay, so over Christmas... Um, I met with some of my high school friends, Mm -hmm. which typically we'll do like a once a year, like little catch up around the holidays um, because we all happen to be at home, like visiting parents, whatever. So my friend um, has this thing that she, I I, I am telling you, is very, like very seriously proposing this as a serious solution to political problems. Oh no, oh no. No, no, just hear me out because I want to know whether, like, I want to know whether you have any insight on this or whether any legal eagles out there have any insight about this. I'm sure so I don't, but essentially, her proposal is uh, to have this nonprofit organization where um, you pay people to relocate and become like a resident of a, of like a basically like a red state. Okay. So you might get, you might, you could think of it sort of like a, um, like a Teach for America or like a AmeriCorps or Peace Corps type of thing where it's like young graduates really wanted to make a change, whatever. Um, you assign them to go like live in a place. They get like a living wage. So they, right. they get paid like $40,000 a year. So whatever. you send some Democrat yes, to, go to Wyoming. And then register in like like as, as basically as a means of sort of combating a like sort of this like pop, like thing where 
all the liberal uh, populations are concentrated right. in just the blue states. Right, right, right. And gerrymandering and the electoral college and all these things, right. these systems that we can't actually change until, like... Right, until the powers that be change. Right, correct. Well, how you change the powers so, that be if so, you're in the system, it's a, yeah. So she's like, why wouldn't this be legal? Like, because she's like, she, you know, she's like, there's so many funds. There's like, you know, there's like 15 Democratic um, nominee, whatever, people fighting for the nomination. And they're all getting millions of dollars worth of campaign financing. Like, can we not just, like, um, coordinate, use some of those millions of dollars to pay people to do, like, they could be doing something. They could be, like, you know, registering voters. They could be, like, doing sort of campaign-related tasks. But essentially having them, reg like, like, register as residents of that state and, you know, vote how their heart tells them. But, you know, <laughs> basically vote blue. So so it seems, the thing is, like, it seems like it should be illegal. Like, it yes, seems it like this should be illegal. But I can't point to exactly why it would be illegal. Because I was like, you know, there's something about that that smells fishy to me. But I... Absolutely, it's fishy, whether no, no, or not it's it legal fishy. or no, not. No, it's fishy, but, but I just, I'm just trying to say, like, like, so basically the upshot of it is is sort of like if you if you saw Wild Wild Country, yeah. they, you know, they went and, like, a cult went to, I mean, this is a bad <laughs> parallel, but, like, you know, they, the, their strategy for getting change at the local government was to just get a ton of people to move there, right. legally register as residents of that. And then strong arm that, their way that, in. Yeah, that county. And then when they went to go vote, they overwhelmingly voted for the, the measures that benefited their cult. organization, their cult. <laughs> so, um, again, my poor choice of words aside, <laughs> it's a similar principle, and I want to understand why. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I take that on, and I do. I agree with you in that it just smells... Yeah, I said Illegal? I said to her like I was like I don't think that's right, but I can't I can't explain to you why it's not right. Well, first of all, I'm not sure you can have a nonprofit status and be a political organization or whatever like a like so call it like you a, would have to campaign. be a pack. Pack, right? But um, but that aside, I throw this at you. Why do we, as well, I'm registered as independent. Okay. But if you're registered as a Democrat, which I am. Right. Why? It's so you can choose your representative. You can oh, you, choose a different. You put this theory to me before. So why I wouldn't I register? Democrats as a in mass should change their registration to Republican, so that then they can choose the, the weakest candidate. The, 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 <laughs> I mean, if we had millions of Democrats register as Republicans, Donald Trump wouldn't have been elected. Well, maybe. Who knows? Right. Who wouldn't have been? You know, the Russians. Aside, sure, sure, sure. Um, you know, I feel like the I feel like if if we are already um, penalized for living in a state that that That's is already that is densely blue. populated right, right. and and blue, then the least we can do is have some effect on the primaries. So, all of you Democrats out there, especially <laughs> in key states, you need to change your registration, and then you need to pick the Republican that you would be. The most okay with, even if you're not okay with any of them being oh, president. Oh, I thought you were trying to say that you would pick the person that is most likely to lose. Pick the Republican that's most likely to lose to the Democratic. Well, leader. everyone would have picked Donald Trump, don't you think? See, yeah, see, maybe this is why there's a flaw in the plan. This plan of yours. Yeah, you because make a because point. the thing is, if you if you if I change to Republican to, mm -hmm. and I voted for the person that I thought was the most like reasonable, the person I could most stand out of the Republicans, I would pick the most liberal of the Republicans. Right. But then, like I, you might lose. The Democrat might lose, and then I've shot myself in the foot. But if I pick the least likely person that I really don't want to see, then that's like a weird reverse psychology thing. Because then, what if they win, and then yeah. they win? Oh damn. Yeah, back to the drawing board. Back to the drawing board. <laughs> anyway, if we can think of Civil any... Civil War it is. Any <laughs> okay, if anybody knows of any legal but morally squishy ideas yeah, send to get to around us. this... Yes, definitely. Memos at Susan. Tweet us. Tweet us Even at Memos we're at highly irregular memos Twitter from users. Susan, right? Also, if you could tweet us how to use Twitter, that would be oh, great. Oh, yes. We need a tutorial. We need to. We need a young buck to come and... That's not, that sounded weird. <laughs> we, sound weird we, need, but sure. we need a young gun to come and teach us how to use Twitter because we don't know how to use it. I mean, we know how to use it. I mean, I know how to write a tweet a, yeah like but i don't know how to get somebody to read it or well like, partially we're not interested in like, no i know i know i know i know i know if someone out there is a real media <laughs> whiz and would like to manage our accounts and grow our following that'd be great <laughs> just recreationally you know no just in your spare time yeah. uh,
after that commercial break. After that commercial break. You um, know, I, I, you know, this is probably not going on the air, but I want, I want us to revive an idea that I had at the beginning of the podcast, which was having fake sponsors. Okay. Yeah. Um, we had, we actually had a list of fake sponsors, I yeah. believe. Yeah. Um, one of them was like, it was like Enron. Yeah. Or Barnes and uh, or borders. borders, like just like a bunch of mm. things that have uh-huh. gone Golden. under. <laughs> Bear Stearns. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sure there's a lot more. Foot Locker, is that right? Yes. Best Buy, is that right? No. Oh my God, you're just naming actual just retail. <laughs> That's a really sad statement on the, the state of retail. But yes, both of those things still exist. In fact, I've been in both a Foot Locker and a Best Buy recently. That's Isn't that weird? weird. Well, I had to go to Foot Locker because um, I was in Minneapolis. I mean, not Minneapolis. Where I've never been Milwaukee. to Minneapolis. Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Oh you God. should go to Minneapolis. It's a beautiful city. I know. We talked about it extensively. Yeah. Um, I went to Milwaukee, which was also awesome, by the way, and it was like really fucking cold, and it was it was like mid October, and it was like it was like twenty degrees. It was so cold, and um, my mom was wearing only had like sandals with her. I don't know what like I don't know what she was thinking. I love her. <laughs> was wishful thinking maybe, but she like somehow drove like drove like she had. Well, a car. this is the deception that a put... car can do because even in the south when it can be 30 degrees outside, no one has a jacket. And it's like why? Cuz they go from their car to inside. Right, like how fast can I run from the my parking spot right. to like the, the right. grocery store. But um yeah, so she was she just like but she, but the point is she had a car, so she could have brought every pair of shoes she owned and like still had room for her luggage but she only brought her sandals so then we had to go and she was and so we were looking up like shoe stores in downtown milwaukee and and then i saw a foot locker and um but we did not end up purchasing there because they basically only sell like converse sneakers (laughs) that was not the look for my mom that day she Um, didn't get some jordans she did not oh my god you should have you should have convinced her that that was the look i did i i pointed out a few because i didn't want to spend too much time on this so i did point out a few things that i thought would be acceptable but she she rejected them well when i was growing up shoe shopping was quite possibly the most stressful time of my life like of the year was when i had to get new shoes as a child. <clears throat> Just as a child, it was like, and my mom learned over time that it was like a trigger for me for some reason. Because uh, we would go to a shoe store and I would melt down. I would have a full meltdown because there would be dozens of options. My brother would be fine. And I would be like, <laughs> and my mom realized I needed to go somewhere where there was like three options. Oh my god! Like, you got you had like the the choice like the it was o- overload. Oh my god, that's so overload, funny. overload. You, you you seem like such a curious child. Like, I don't think I really was. I think it was kid. like kind of a normal, normal, just you know, <laughs> toe headed little. Kid. You were blonde as can be, but but um, just really like just really had some had some crotchety aspects. Well, you know, I'm a Capricorn, Capricorn rising. Mm-hmm. Speaking aging, of astrology, age in reverse, and that's actually been a very enlightening thing to learn, uh, uh, like a idea, because it's totally true about you. Of me, yeah, I feel, I feel like you, you only grow more relaxed and like Absolutely. carefree and silly as time goes by. But like as a child, you were you seem like you were very serious. Yep, like very no nonsense. Like your sense of humor <laughs> sometimes, like you were just like, no, I'm not having this. Like, yes go fuck yourself even in the time we've known each other i've, I've most definitely loosened up oh a lot. oh uh, completely completely yeah. that's it's been a, it's been a beautiful and like all areas yeah so I, good for it, me well, all areas except for like the state of your home well you know some things are just some truths <laughs> are just truths which is like you fucking clean up after yourself mm-hmm. and you keep things clean it's not just that, but it's about like having things at right angles. Like if if there's like items that are out on your table, like I, you know, I'll sometimes just like reach out and like and a little, <laughs> you know, put a little askew, and then and you won't be able to like focus on the conversation until you reach back out and you're like and put it back. But that makes me here. sound like that kind of person. In general, you're not. I'm just saying. I'm just saying you're really moving away from that in other arenas of your life, and that the fit that physical sort. I of agree with you, remains. especially in my home, and I look forward to um, cultivating that quality inside my home um, for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Because what I want is for never uh, a hair to be out of place. Well, 
<clears throat> look, I don't want to like raise children in a house where they feel like, oh, I grew up in this house it was like a museum and we couldn't like do anything. We couldn't go in certain rooms right. and we couldn't whatever. And not that way. What I am saying though is that um, I do like to have a lot of things, and I don't have a lot of things now. But my dream is to like have a home that is like very cozy and has like a lot of just stuff. Mm-hmm. But I do recognize that it, things need to be like in proper order for me. So in order for me to have a lot of stuff and in proper order, I just have to. There has to be a system. And there has to an be enforceable a system. system. Yeah. 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 Like I like tchotchkes, but I don't like tchotchkes that have dust on them. My mom is very good that way. She has a lot of tchotchkes and she's very clean. Mm-hmm. No, I, 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 I very much look forward to your, your future home of dreams, um, which is will be I mean, it's, it's going to be amazing. Yeah, spotless and um, both I've, cluttered and spotless. This we can also um, we can also edit out, but I've fallen into a bit of a YouTube hole um, with um, watching home tours. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, I'll say two quick things about that. Mm-hmm. One, I watched Tan France, who's the who's the stylist on Queer Eye. Mm-hmm. Uh, he love had him. a home tour. His first of all, I love him. I think he's also very cute. He's very cute, and, and he's and he's um, South Asian. So. Yeah, hey, I think brown he's, people. he's the cutest one on the show. Mm-hmm. And um, two. Um, his house is fine, it's lovely, whatever. But what took my breath away, and when I say that, I mean I actually you reacted, mm-hmm. is when he opens a closet in the hallway, and <laughs> it is his candle closet. Oh my God. And it is from top to bottom, there's nothing else in the closet except candles. And they are deep. It's a deep closet, and they are like lined up in rows. That, different okay, that's candles. amazing. That's amazing. And I, it reminds me that um, there was recently a viral moment that I that I'm not sure whether you you caught or not, but um, where Kim Kardashian took a photograph in front of a, a refrigerator that which, had nothing in it. That had nothing in it, and and then people kept commenting like, "How do you feed your children?" Blah blah blah. Which first of all, like, mind your own goddamn business. Um, right. Like, why? What do you care? Like. She's a gazillionaire. I'm sure her kids eat. Don't make me fine. apologize for Kim Kardashian again. I will. <laughs> I will. I but will. I'm just saying. Don't people make are, me. People are dumb. But anyway, so so people commented. So then in response to that, she um, made a live like Instagram tour of her kitchens and her pantries and her and her fridges, yeah. which she refers to weirdly as refrigerators. So instead of saying fr- she doesn't say fridge and she doesn't say refrigerator, she just says refrigerators, which I think is like somehow cute and funny. But anyway, um she has a, she had one pantry, one of the her pantries, which appeared to me. First of all, it didn't have it only had like one shelf that was like at like this this like low table yeah, level. Yeah, it was a dry pantry, not a, dry a refrigerator. Pantry. No, but it didn't have multiple shelves. Only had one shelf. low shelf. Yeah. And the only thing that was in it was toppings for frozen yogurt i saw this and yeah. then you open the door like like a ante room like a little sub room inside that pantry and then all there is inside of there is just a frozen yogurt machine. machine that's just like running and plugged in like i also watched this clip and i really appreciate it because she's because when she went into that pantry she was like and just so you know like and that's not the only that's not the only refrigerator that we have and i'll show you what else we have see we have like this like all of our frozen yogurt topping <laughs> And she's like, and I got rid of all my plastic. And she says it in a way that's like. Like, oh, this, like, I'm so frugal. Like, like see, I'm proving to you my kids have food. Right, we right. have all these our froyo, frozen All these So, but that was like one pantry that only had the froyo in it. And I love that so much. And I think like between having a froyo pantry and having a candle closet, like, I feel like I'm really getting a good sense of what my future like home of you would definitely have a fro froyo station. <laughs> I, I would not have a froyo station. You you could have something else only because you don't like ice cream, right? Yeah. What would I have though? You I could can't have even... like a dessert bar of some kind. You you could. <clears throat> I well, that is that is dangerous, and I and and I would never do that because like because you you know what I. Okay. You would go too far. I've think? watched a lot of tour home tours lately. Mm-hmm. Some are small homes, some are very large homes. Um, and the larger home you get, the more of these ancillary rooms they like tack on. Mm-hmm. That's like a cinema, because <laughs> like of course you can't just watch a movie in the living room. You right. must go to like the Here. cinema, and you can't just meditate in any. You have, room. To, go to, you have to go to a meditation room, room right? right? So yeah, so which is just like it's a lot of like energy. You have to like air condition, heat it, and you have to vacuum it, and you have to clean. Oh, it. I thought you meant like 
just like psychic energy. That too. But, <laughs> uh, but it got me thinking, okay, so if I have a home that is, that is, I don't want a home that has all these like extra Palatial, rooms, crazy, right? but also I don't want to live in a tiny home because that sounds terrible. So if I'm thinking about a dream home where I can entertain, because in my dream home, I have people over. I think right. there are other people who have dream homes and their concept doesn't includes their family, but they don't necessarily want to have people right, right, over. Right, 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 which is totally reasonable and fine. I want to have a place that is not huge, but it's also like very entertainment friendly, but I don't like open concept. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway. I also don't like open concept. It made me think of like, what is a room? What is a room? Said the woman who lives in a studio. <laughs> well... You know, but that's open concept. Actually, this is like for a studio. For a studio, it's open concept. It's true. It's true. It's true. You can't see the kitchen from where you're sitting. No, you can't. You can't see the bedroom from the living room. Mm -hmm. I mean, mean, if I I lean over like this, I (laughs) can't. Okay. And I can touch I can. it. Like I, can. I can touch it if I like really like re- like split out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was thinking to myself, what would be that room? What would be that one extra room I would add mm-hmm. beyond living space, beyond like the, the pool? Like the equivalent of like Tori Spelling's present wrapping room. Right. right. That was, you know. The, right. The example. Like what place. is the yeah. one thing? Like my grandmother had a sewing room and in the last few houses she had, which were like beautiful. You know what? That doesn't seem like a luxury to me, just saying. <laughs> but yeah and then my aunt has a craft room mm-hmm. um what would be the room for me well first of all a music room i don't think is i think also that's not like a, a luxury necessary. but that's just so like, that's like a that's like having that a, is home a caveat office. that's not yeah. that's not like, like a of course i have a piano and, it's and we're talking about a frivolous room. room a frivolous room yes that's what we're talking about i'm conflicted like one i really want a solarium because uh because it sounds so fucking it fancy. It sounds so great. Yeah. Uh, but I also want like a wine cellar. Okay. Those are not, you know, you, you, could, you could double your money and just put the solarium over top of the wine cellar. Oh, is that the solution? Yeah. It's a two-four. But I can't have a solarium and a wine cellar. Like, who am I? <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, so, so I am picturing the solarium as basically like an indoor whole garden. Like there's going to be orange trees in there and stuff. Is that? Oh my God, that'd be amazing. Is that like not what you're yeah. thinking of? Okay, yeah. Okay, okay. Okay. Just want to make sure we're on the same page here. Yeah. yeah. And I would hang like Chinese lanterns from oh them. Oh my God. And, and they would open out into the pool and the living room mm-hmm. so that when I had my parties, people could circulate. circulate. And have, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And maybe I have a spiral staircase that goes down into the wine cellar that is all you know candle lit. I feel lit. about spiral staircases too, just the best ever. And it would be I like a them. wooden spiral staircase. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To give it that, the wine cellar, it's proper old world feel. Right. Yeah. But not old world Tuscan feel. I don't like that bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be like a brick wine cellar, mm-hmm. but like a, like a, not like a red brick, but like a handsome brick. Okay. Yeah, I know. I see you. Mm-hmm. Um, this <laughs> just the other day we were like, you know, I would just make such a good spouse to a rich person. I would. No, no, I you think would too. Yeah, I would. Yeah. We would. Yeah. Legitimately. Mm-hmm. And would. what I said about me uh-huh. was that, what did I say about me? No, it was really good. The reasoning. Well, you oh, said, one you... is that neither of us, sorry to keep interrupting, is that neither of our love languages um, is like presence. Mm-hmm. So, um, oh, I love presence, but I don't, but yeah, but they're not like a necessity for no. my. So, uh, a rich person couldn't buy our love mm-hmm. because uh, that's not how we receive it. So, so we'd be good in that, like, we would legitimately be in love with that rich person. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't really right. need to concern themselves with that because you can't buy my love. Um, but also, I'd love spending your money. Right. Into in like tasteful and fun ways, and and we'd probably be good at like being really good like philanthropists too. Yeah, and we would yeah. like get the best seats to like all the like shows and things. And we could keep the social calendar full. We're really good wedding dates. Oh yes, like yes. I will go to a party that I don't know anyone. Oh, I love going to a party, and like that person can go and like they don't need to drag me along right. anywhere. Trust me, I will find somebody or I will not find somebody. I Drink will find alone the in the corner, bar, right? I'll find the crudite or I will find... Or the you know, caterer, the, cater waiter who know, wants to chat. Like, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I'll find the producer and be like... Like, how do you like this What thing? is this? Who are you? <laughs> like, who's your family? <laughs> Where are you from? Yeah, I mean, you ding me for that all the time when, when I'm like, oh yeah, well, give her a break. It's because her... Her son died last year. And you're like, like what? How do you know that, first of all? Like, <laughs> this has happened like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yes, yes, yes. You sometimes are much more of a humanitarian than I am. No, it's, no, it's true. It's true. It's true. I can be very unforgiving. Um, <laughs> that is true. <laughs> I'm not going to... I'm not going to... Don't defend me on that I'm one. I don't deserve back it. on that I don't one. deserve it. Um, uh, like, I wanted to even just, like... I, I know you're going to think this is really boring, but I just want to, like, recap a little bit about, like, what we've been up to and stuff, you know? I mean, what have we been up to, you know? Like... I mean, we're just, just like, chugging along. It's like a new year, do. but like we have like so many like lofty goals about big projects. We like have a lot of big projects. We have a lot a of things film. that are finished. We are. We've finished. Like at this point, we have basically like two really like nicely polished TV pilots done. We have like two and a half more. We do, yeah. That are in you know various states of of. I mean, they're done, but like you know. We can return to mm-hmm. um we have like you know a renewed like live component to our things yeah. like so many things happening um not a lot of them involve um you know like a really strong plan for financial money. return <laughs> but um but you know what i have i have i have i have faith in you know um, what money is world. just imaginary right uh <laughs> <laughs> You know, I can't get stuck on that. I I can't either. approach with you okay and i think it's gonna like provoke a response from you so i just want you to be braced and prepared i'm 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 as braced as i can for a topic that i'm not let's talk about the dmv yeah let's talk about the dmv (laughs) let's fucking talk about (laughs) see the dmv yeah yeah so we both had very traumatic dmv experiences recently um (laughs) not to be overly dramatic about no but um this is going to happen more and more frequently. So for all of you people who need to go to the DMV in 2020. Just brace yourselves. As particularly, I don't know if this is the case in other states. It may be that. It is the case been, in other no, states. No, I know, but I, it may be that they've rolled it out sooner. because. So, so what we're talking about is, this, is the real ID, which is a driver's license that is an quote-unquote upgraded sort of driver's license from your regular license that has this little star on it that essentially verify well what what i think it is it's like sort of a racist thing to ensure that like your citizenship can be easily determined from your driver's license because there's nothing why like, do you think it's racist um um you know what i mean like nationalist yeah 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 but like you know which tends to i mean because like people don't really care if you're like norwegian like if i pull up to the airport people aren't going to assume that i like or not are not they're going to assume that i'm american correct but if you correct they they might not right but like my question is why do you even need to be a citizen of the united states to fly domestically why are we like why why is why do we have to prove our citizenship to fly to like kansas and i think the thinking is that you know it's sort of a slippery slope situation Mm -hmm. where it's like proving citizenship for all variety of things do you have to prove citizenship to purchase something do you have to prove you know it's like it's it's sort of like one of those like judicial setting precedent things if i'm actually driving which i rarely do anymore but like but a traffic stop, if I stop the car... You know, this is a very the, good point that I haven't thought about. Does the cop have a right to know whether I'm, as a brown woman, that I am a citizen of the United States or not? It's not illegal for me to operate a motor vehicle in the state of New York as a non-citizen, or anywhere, for that matter, as a non-citizen. If you but have like, a license, yeah. Yeah, if I have a license, but like... But they will... But, but if you don't have that star after 20... So you have to be able to... So you need that star in order to fly. After October 2020. But and that separates out people. So if I'm a cop and I pull someone over in Long Island, they don't have the star and it's 2021. It's just another a way to, to potentially parse people out right. or harass people. Right. right. I think so. Anyway, so I probably had about 10 documents with me. Right. Ish. Um, thinking like, okay, this is airtight. This is foolproof, whatever. So I get there. There's a whole level of like snafus that happen even like with just like the number system before oh, i even like to like, get anywhere and then they were like oh you should have been in and out of here in 10 minutes and like because you had an appointment and i was like well why how is that my fault and she's like oh you must have missed your number whatever anyway yeah. so 
I didn't find that everybody was that nice that I talked to personally. But um, anyway, so we went. It was sort of the usual level of DMV fuckery, and I was like, okay, whatever, this yes. is fine. Um, Which the DMV is like an hour away from here. Oh yeah, well, I had to go to fucking Coney Island. Yes, I do too. <laughs> and it was like a, it's like a very it's enormous. I'd never been to that one before. It's huge. It's like a train depot. So yeah, it has like sixty foot ceilings. Yeah, and so it's echoing a constant stream of noise. Number XLCR two oh, three terrible. window number. 47 like constantly 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 constantly. so that that already is like a recipe for insanity all i'm doing really here is setting the stage for the fact that i had a complete and total emotional breakdown yeah and i don't like crying like in front of people and definitely not in public so it's it's very notable for me to say that i like like sobbed like i was like crying like animalistically <laughs> in the dmv like i had the dmv does it to you i, a, I don't know what came they bring you to your knees I and know. they look at you with such derision d- derision <laughs> how could you be such a fool they are unaffected mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you were sobbing and i'm sobbing and, and you know like, what the woman said to me she goes well don't cry it's not like it's a big deal and i was like it is a big deal. I took a half day off of work to be here. Like, you can't, you're not allowed to tell me that it's not a big deal. Anyway, so like, I, I think I called you on my way out. Yeah. I was like, I don't know what just happened to me. I had a rage blackout. I started screaming at <laughs> me and I cried. I'm like, I don't know. What and they're going to send me either a regular ID that I still have to upgrade right. or they will send me the real ID. So I, so, so I either succeeded or I'm going to have to go back again and make, yes. a, make a new point. So, so I didn't know. Um, I actually, as it turned out, 10 days later, received... A real ID. Okay. So congratulations, you triumphed. <laughs> I, well, uh, my my strategy was that somebody else told me I was rejected, but then I had one more ticket in my hand to it for another window, and then I didn't show that woman the, the paper that said I had been rejected because of my documentation. And yeah. She just was like, it was like three forty five, and she was ready to go home right. because um, they closed at four. They closed at four, so that no actual working person could ever go yeah. to the DMV without That's having convenient. to take time of work. Like fuckers. So. Anyway, I know your thoughts about my previous um, identification photograph, yeah. which you had described as the face of a woman who is smuggling cocaine inside her vagina um, which, across the border. Which, uh, once other people were given that context, were like, hmm, I see that. You can see yeah, it. Yeah. I was not wrong. So I want to see this. I want to see this new version. And, okay. and while you pull it out, I will just briefly say that I made an appointment. <laughs> to go to the DMV to also do this real ID situation. This was after Amrita had gone through her entire rigmarole. So I thought I was fully prepared. I'm not doing what you're doing. I'm not. I have, you a, have a fully valid, valid, valid license. Right. I have zero criminal record. Not that that is even matter. That either. <laughs> <laughs> what? You're a felon in three states. <laughs> we don't talk about that. Uh, but um, I so I go in. I won't bore you with all the back and forth that I have to walk around this space. It, which is enormous, by Which the way. is enormous, enormous. For like 15 minutes to, to be told over and over. Well, no, you just cut in front of these people. Oh, yes. You just cut oh, in yes. front of these oh, people. Yes. So there's no indication. So basically, like, you walk you in front of this whole line of people, of people. Like an asshole. A, if you have an appointment, you're, you're apparently, quote unquote, supposed to cut the line. And I was like, well, how the hell was I supposed to know that? And do these people know? And then like now we've had like a weird like, situation I'm, I'm, where I'm they're in, like. I'm a New York City resident for lo these many years. I'm not just the type of person who's going to like discard the system of standing in the line to get the thing right, this like, guido in line like, i'm not going to get into a I'm altercation not, right, at the DMV. i know how his stress level is probably right now because i feel the I feel same like, we're all here together right 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 in service of a common goal or so you think yes so so tell tell the good people what, what happened to you <laughs> so anyway i end up in this i end up one line and then i get diverted to another line end up in this line this line of 10 people i count <clears throat> because because of Amrita's experience, I was already nervous. I took a Sorry. lot of documentation. <laughs> and I was like, I, 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 I went online. I, I know it. I have everything. Right. So, uh, so I stand in this line where there was a woman who is at a lectern. I don't know why, mm-hmm. but she stands at a Delusions lectern and uh, with the sour expression mm-hmm. of a DMV employee, and she reviews all the documentation that you've brought before you actually go can go Correct. to a window to get right. things done. So there are about 10 people in line, and I feel pretty confident when I get in line <laughs> until, until 
I see, and I am not exaggerating. These, this is an exaggeration. Mm -hmm. This is an hyperbole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see 50% of the people in front of me <laughs> rejected, okay? And I can't, because I'm in such a cavernous space mm -hmm. where everything is echoing, and to this point, they are calling, like constantly calling, you know, Q755 to the window. Right. So I can't, even though I'm not very far away from this woman, and what's happening, I can't hear what's going right. on. But all I can see is the flailing arms and the desperate gestures of people who have <laughs> file folders with them <laughs> of documentation that are like, what? What do you mean? Like, and I get up there and shocker of shockers, I'm rejected. And I just can't. in that moment, I just, it's like the world starts spinning you know, I see that <laughs> greeter, like greeting all these people, lines accumulating. You know, I see, I see this woman in front of me with like her expression has just not changed mm -hmm. in the 15 minutes I've stood, mm -hmm. not 15, 10 minutes I've stood in this line. Right. Uh, her expression hasn't changed to anyone. Mm -hmm. People have fallen to their knees practically, <laughs> you know? And, you know, she's just, and she's in like a cardigan and like some Target khakis right. and like, you know, it's like two in the afternoon and she just couldn't care less. Mm -hmm. So, so I, I, I bob and weave as long as I can, <laughs> you know, because this is also a strategy that she's well, well aware versed, of. Okay. Right, because right. You, this is a worthy opponent. This is in, she's New, York a City, opponent. in New York City, perhaps the worthiest opponent. <laughs> she is a worthy opponent. And for some reason she has a henchman who has stand, has stood there Silent. The entire time and has never said a word. Was it like a body man? I mean, it was like a tiny woman, but like it was a tiny woman. Yeah, but, but she it, was probably five three. But it was probably, but that was her body man. That was like her person who's like who's didn't like do anything, cracking her knuckles, waiting to like yeah. punch you in the face. Yeah, like, like yeah, yeah. So five three with like fifteen inch nails. <laughs> <clears throat> but she, but, but she didn't oh, have like an aggressive look about her at all. Oh, she yeah. had kind of like a, can you finish this up so we right, can like right. smoke outside kind right. of thing. I we lost the battle. <laughs> The war is not over. I did not leave. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Dear listener, I did not leave. Mm -hmm. So then I said, I was like, do you have a supervisor? <gasps> She's like, oh, soup. Oh, you're going to do the supervisor thing. And I was like, I'm going to do the supervisor. <laughs> do you know what she said? What? No. <gasps> so, so then I'm like, good on you. Because in, your, in her you. place, you would have said the same thing. Yes, I you know. You won that battle, too. Yeah. Okay. I'm still in this. I'm still here. <laughs> I can do something. There was a woman I talked to at the very beginning mm -hmm. who sent me over to this other woman. You know what? I'm going to go talk to that woman, too, because she is behind a desk in a chair. Right. And not, she is not only in a chair. She's in, like, a regular height chair. She's not in, like, a bar stool right. chair, which is where most of them are. So she so must be So that must mean that she's important right. or old. Right. And Either that way, means both. right. Either way. So I'm gonna go talk to her. She's like, oh, "Okay, well, the reason, you know, the problem is we can't have like we don't have the confirmation of your uh, birth date." And so I said, "Okay, well, I have a full color resolution." Um, and she says, "Well, yeah, but we can't we can't scan a scan." To which point I said, "So." You need my original passport so that then you can scan for a high-resolution color scan. Scan That I have a high-resolution color scan <laughs> with my passport. But you can't scan the scan. But, is, so is you, it can't, can't, you can't scan the scan. So that's, that's the problem because she told me it was a verification of the birthday. And then she was like, well, it's like I can't scan the scan. So this so, is where the road ends. <laughs> So basically, this is where the road ends. Because how do you argue with that? At this point, I'm sort of exhausted. It's also very hot in that room. Yes. Um, oh, my God. I was sweating yeah. like a whore in church. But I couldn't decide whether it was that like, I was, like, actually the proverbial whore in church. Because I was just, like, like I felt, like, nervous about my unpreparedness or something. No. Like, it is really it, did you feel this way? Let me ask you. Did you feel was, like you were trying to prove your citizenship to people? No, like I felt I like felt, no one believed that I was anything like that I was like, I oh, felt only... like I was trying to prove that I was an American citizen oh not even that I was a citizen I didn't feel like I was trying to prove that I was a citizen. I did fully. I felt like I was trying to prove that I was who I was saying that I was which citizenship aside that I was just like oh well, well maybe that's more accurate I, that it was just like 
even if I had this entire stack of documents, like any other entity like in America would accept that I am who I say I am. And so I was having like an existential crisis in a way that the DMV was like even presented with incontrovertible evidence of your identity. How do we know you are? who you are. And I, I was know. like, you know what? Maybe How you're right. Does anyone How does anyone know who we are? We're no one. No one is in anyone. Fact, since the first time I got <laughs> my driver's license, all of the cells in my body have replaced themselves. So, so am I? So I'm actually not the exactly. person So then I'm falling into met. a tailspin and then that's, this is how you end up shrieking and sobbing in front of a bunch of strangers <laughs> in the middle of the day on a Wednesday. So I, <laughs> I decided to change tack and I was like, you know what? Thank you for your time. <laughs> and then this woman like leans over to me and she's like, come here. And she's like, if you think it's bad now, just wait until next year. <gasps> and then she was like, oh, and by the way, don't come back here. Go to the Chamber Street Financial District DMV. That is, no one goes there. So okay, she's like, don't first. make an appointment. Just show up in the morning. You're going to be fine, baby. And I was like, I was like, okay, uh, first of all, I'm always endeared by old women who call me baby. Mm -hmm. That's a southern boy in you. So you've immediately made it better mm -hmm. for me. Mm -hmm. um, and we had this moment, and I was like, I just want to thank you for your time, and I hope you have a great holiday. And she was that like, was you know what? I, uh, she's like, I, I'm happy to give you my time, and you have a great holiday, too. So it ended up fine, because I was like, this is a person that's not, you know. You know what? You are making it sound like you're such a fucking saint right now, and you are. Look, you are. No, I guarantee you. No, I was you give me a livid. Space, but you were livid, and I just want you to know that when you texted me after this experience you literally told me like straight up you said i can't talk to you right now yeah i'm too angry to even tell you what happened yes i was that is what you said to me I was. you were like i am so angry that i cannot even you're you're a really good person um and i think now is but the i time, was very angry now is the time that i show you the face of desperation okay, time has come okay so we spent too much license. time talking about my story but let me this see license May as well be gold. Let me take another so drink before. Don't bend it. Don't touch it. Don't break it because this was a very hard one. But this is the face of a woman in total. I can't wait. I'm, so I've never seen this before. Okay. This is a this is a new one. Oh baby. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you, it's a bad photograph. Yeah. Uh you don't need to you don't need to like spare my feelings here um i have no neck and fortunes you have zero <laughs> neck <laughs> i don't know what happened it was a time of stress my head does I mean, retreat into my never, body yes, when in times it of did. great stress and but. i mean you never had like a swan-like neck mm -hmm, mm -mm, you know that's mm -hmm. just not how your body's it's built true. i know it's a great regret but of my life but why no you're I know, gorgeous no, no. But this photo isn't gorgeous. <laughs> you know? <laughs> isn't it a lot? Oh, my God. This isn't how you look. Mm -hmm. Thank you. I mean, this is how you look when you spent two hours in the DMV <laughs> and you've cried to a stranger. You know what we should do? Yes. We should somehow form a glam squad company <gasps> at DMVs oh, everywhere. Oh, yes. We could just like, go and like, do touch-ups really quick. Yes. Yes. I and it's like five dollars oh i love that you know it's like very cheap mm -hmm. and all they do is like give you a little this give you a little that zhuzh your hair Some a little highlighter a little like hairspray little, like, and then in case you know and dicky yes did you ever like in <laughs> is that like, what you when, were about to say <laughs> well when when um when i took my senior year yearbook photo they like had like a dicky tuxedo thing you put on top you know or like a dress like for women it was like a dress that you it was just like it was just like a bib that you velcroed on do you know what i'm talking about yes I, well that's it, that is what a dickie is actually yeah. yes so so you were wearing a t-shirt and then it, but then your photograph it looks like you're wearing a tuxedo right but it's really just like a, a, a polyester right sewn together right so it'd be a dmv glam squad where they put maybe some lipstick on you some mascara and then they get if you don't like what you're wearing they have some dicky options oh my god you know i just wanted you to know that one of the other things on my list is like and i quote verbatim yes be nice exclamation point people are nice that that is a, a real item for discussion that I've included here. Well, 
I have a couple of things that also don't make any sense on my mm-hmm. on my discussion. I mean, I know what I meant, but it, but it felt more profound at the time than than it does now. That's Which true. is just that 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 basically I never want to talk to anyone or like make conversation or like have lunch with my my coworkers or whatever. And then like I did one day against my better judgment, and then I was like, oh, like it turns out that not only this is this person like very interested in my life and my pursuits, but also has like advice to offer and encouragement to offer and like connections to offer and all these things and I was like oh this is like this is like a whole I'm not I mean that sounds very selfish that like the only reason to talk to somebody is for personal benefit but it was a whole like sort of avenue of conversation that I never would have gotten to if I had stuck to my sort of stubborn bullshit about like not not just being a misanthrope just and being like, a misanthrope just yeah. for the sake of being a misanthrope so i think that was my point um but really that's not a profound point it's just like my own personal problem no it's just you know, <laughs> something to remind yourself that like sometimes it's fine to talk to new to yeah, people and it's also like fine to not be a jerk and like whatever <laughs> that is the point of the episode don't be a jerk, <laughs> don't, be a jerk. don't be a jerk at the dmv mm-hmm. don't be a jerk at work mm-hmm. Don't be a jerk at Madame Tussauds. Oh, definitely I don't know not. how that weaves, weaves in. Yeah. Yeah. What else are we talking about? Just in general, don't be a jerk at the eclipse. Don't be a jerk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, we were talking the other day and I said, you know, if I was, if we were writing for our own company, like an employee handbook, there would be a section that's like. How to not be an asshole. How to not be an asshole. Mm-hmm. If you really do hate someone um just tell them to their face it has worked for you and i just want to say that it's only the case because you're very handsome just tell them it has I'm, worked for me and i'm, I'm telling you now to your face that it would not it, like look at this person and uh, for my license photograph look at this person in the face and say that if this person approached you and was like you know what i just really hate you and you hate me but we're just going to have to work together. It wouldn't work. It works because of who you are and who your face is. If you're talking about me, I'm going to yes. disagree with you on that because this is what I will say. Mm-hmm. At 25 years old, I was told I was toxic in the workplace. Was, was I not? That was, that was in a professional setting, <laughs> in a, um, like a workplace review with your boss. Yes. Um, yes you, so you know. I was told I was toxic. Um, oh, sweetheart. You're so not. Oh, I didn't believe it then. I don't believe it now. Um, But the point I'm making is that if I work with someone and they were to tell me that they hate me, like I'm I'm not genuinely not offended. Like I might be curious on why they think that, but um, I'm not shattered. It's very evolved of you. You know, I'm still working on that. I'm really not. um, Really? You think so? Well, no, I'm much better at it now than ever. But like I used to be very devastated if someone didn't like me. Somebody who I didn't like working with, or maybe even someone who I didn't even have an opinion about, and like, oh, I really don't like you. I'd be like, okay, bro, I, I smoke genuinely on. would not take it home with me. Mm-hmm. And in that moment, I'd be like, oh, what was it? No, no. Now that you're saying that, um, actually, I was just talking about this in the same context that that like that has actually happened to me before, and it was a learning moment for me where I was like, oh yeah, no, some people are just gonna think that I suck. Um, yeah, the 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 context for that being that someone called a meeting with my boss. Uh, at the time, uh, years ago, to the the express purpose of the meeting was to tell my boss how much I sucked, that me, like me, that I sucked, um, and how much he hated working with me, and that I was like rude, and, rude, and unprofessional, and unhelpful, and shitty. Um, so an entire meeting was convened to talk about how much I sucked as a person. Yeah, and like, um, okay, <laughs> is that how you felt at this time too? Yes, but. Yes, yes, yes. Um, but at a certain point in my career, I would have been like deeply devastated by this. Yep. Had to like really like come to Jesus yep. with myself about like whether I'm a good person or not right. or like whatever. And it's like, you know what? Like I know my <laughs> I know my intentions are good. I know that we all make I, mistakes. I know that people people if I make a mistake, people have a thousand different ways they can come to me and talk to me about it. Right. 
Um, and when someone does what they did, like scheduling a meeting afterwards to say how much they hate you, that is all about that person. Right. That is right. nothing about and you. And I would have received it very differently if they had sat down with me and been like, I feel like you're being very unhelpful and rude and like whatever. Exactly. And yeah. I'm like, oh, wow. How can we like, remedy how can that? We help that? Because like, that's definitely not my intention. Yeah. Um, but then after the fact, once it was like, oh, this person like hates you so much and they think that you're like the worst ever. And my boss is very candid about it. I'm just like, yeah. yeah, this person like basically called this meeting to say that you sucked a lot. And it's just like, well, <laughs> well, what are you going to do? <laughs> Better luck next time. I mean, I, you can't. Yeah. I can't, can't please you. all the people all the time. No. You can subscribe to us anywhere you listen to podcasts and find us at vjandstevens.com. That's V-I-J-A-Y and Stevens with a P-H. We're working on some scripts and some fun new live projects. You can find us at VJ and Stevens on Instagram, and our assistant Susan now tweets at memos from Susan.